Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. friend and i just want to say that you're absolutely the bee's knees and i'd be like benjamin flattery will get you everywhere and then we eat bonbons alone in a in a, in a parisian park heaven is a place on earth holy christ and it's in the in the imagination of henry zabrowski welcome to the last podcast on the left everyone i'm ben kissel marcus parks is here as well yeah. and all the way from beautiful toronto he's offset my name is Henrique Zabrowski, and I have to say, nothing in my, nothing in the world would please me more if Ben was my. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't do this. You should on the podcast yeah, at the it. very beginning. I, let's do it, Ben. I want to go steady with you. <laughs> I want you to be my girlfriend. Yes, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Trapped you. You're gay. God damn it, man! I thought you were a woman. <laughs> All right. Actually, I would love it if we could find love like that with each other. One day we will, Henry, <laughs> and you're going to be uh, real taken care of. Uh, Dulce, New Mexico. Oh, now, okay, so there is, there are, we are c- covering again. So we're back to aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. I'm so excited. And so I said to Marcus, we were originally going to do a topic called the aliens and the connections to religious iconography and Christianity, right? Mm. And we were like, oh, this is boring, blah, 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 blah. And so what I said was just like, oh, so this week we're going to we'll we'll go out to the Dolce Air Force Base, which is going to be a very interesting episode about a highly secret base that is 90 miles underground mm-hmm. that the human and alien aliens hang out and they do genetic ex- uh, experiments with each other. And they're playing cards like they're in some bizarre county jail. Yes. Yeah, always Oh, no, fun. no, no, Ben. They are not allowed to fraternize off hours, but we'll cover that later Exactly. Oh they God. have to follow specific rules comparing, d- depending on which alien you're hanging out with. Like such specific <laughs> rules, it might all be made up? No, no, no. <laughs> such specific rules that you know it's true. Definitely oh, for real that it's true. I see. Um, but what ended up <laughs> happening was... Um, Cut to me saying, me and Marcus having a friendly conversation, we'll cover Dolce Air Force Base. Cut to me two days later, 
uh, in a jizzy haze. Um, <laughs> That's a gin fizzy? Yes. Um, I got highly, highly drunk, and I went down some rabbit holes. And I believe because of the rabbit holes I went down, that Marks and I are being tracked by the government. I, I believe it. We've been on the phone now. We've talked about six hours together about this. And because there are, we, we talk about the secret government, and mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of shit we're going to bring up on this episode that are that is very real very and real. pertinent. Alphabet is happening, right? I'm not going to even talk about alphabet. Google turned into alphabet. Do you have any idea how fucking fishy it is? It's that is, so. We, yeah. we're, do, we're done. All right? And the government mm. is listening, and they're try, and they're tapping in our conversations. I want to say, come get me. 1093 Jackson Avenue. I'm here all the time. <laughs> My name is Marcus Parks. That's right. Come and get me. Try the burritos while you're here. The thing uh, that you guys are discussing and researching, it's so confidential, you can find it on the internet. <laughs> you know, so it is just, it's difficult to get to. It is actually very interesting that when we were on the phone, because we talk yes. about plenty of things on the phone when we're planning out episodes, Henry Lee Lucas, there were quite a few conversations sure. had about that one over mm-hmm. that fucking weird month. But when we were talking about Dulce Air Force Base, we heard every single time we talked about Each- it. Yeah. A real weird hmm. noise. Yes, and it would happen, right? And legitimately, we would start talking about aliens, start talking about, like, because we, we the one time it happened, we were talking about the many secret entrances to the Dolce Air Force Base. Also, possibly Dulce Air Force Base. I, I don't want to correct my own spelling well, all the people, time. I don't know. People are saying Dulce, or, but come on, Dolce sounds so much fucking cooler. Dolce sounds like a dessert. It is. <laughs> Ooh, and I love it. <laughs> um, but then also talking about, uh, when we were doing the standard the reason why it's it's easy to hide all the stuff in a super super deep dark underground cave and number one is underground and it's super secret and so anything there is going to be super secret right and we we heard the noise again when we started talking about the fact that the government loves the fact that there are these alien rumors connected to these underground bases mm-hmm. that are obviously being used they're underground they're miles underground so obviously something very secret is happening inside these underground bases we there is evidence for them all over the world the government does not specifically say they exist, right? Area 51, they're like, yeah, okay. But they say it's just like a hangar and like an right. airstrip. Now, if you come into this room, this is where we store all the farts of New Jersey. <laughs> yes, it's very top secret. It's biological this weapons. This right here is vintage Christie. Yeah. Chris Christie, you can say, oh, oh. Uh, now, now, this is the uh, fart that uh, made him governor. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yes. You know what I got to say? You know, this whole museum. I'm just like on the verge of throwing up yeah. the whole time I'm in here. Yeah. But either way, you know, welcome to Area 51. There's also an alien over there. He's from Saturn. That's great. <laughs> I, I made a new type of Oreo that is green. <laughs> oh, right. That's what you're working on? Yeah, for the Christmas season. <laughs> I did not receive my invoice. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> Robot alien. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so we we heard the noise again about because it's we were saying the government loves rumors mm-hmm. about the fact that all this alien activity happens in these underground bases, mm-hmm. but um, again. If they were going to happen somewhere, <laughs> they would happen there, right? Yeah, Which is would. the paradox. Well, so what do you do about that? <laughs> to when be the- honest, I mean, to be fair to the NSA and to the government, the original Be fair podcast, to them. I'm <laughs> going to be fair. 
the original podcast is just hacking into people's phone conversations. Yeah. So they were just skipping the middleman. They didn't want to go through <laughs> iTunes. They said, why don't we just get Marcus and Henry on the phone? Oh, they're on. They're online right now. We got five hours of a free podcast. And then also, uh, but then you heard the noise again once we started talking about relationships and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Once we started well, talking about like personal things, it just went click off. Well, you know who that was. You know who that was. Who? Delilah. Uh, That's where Delilah gets her scoops <laughs> on personal love affairs and relationships and how to make them better. All right. Do we want to open the chapter in the Dolce Let, Air Force Base's tale? Yeah. Let's open it up. Dolce Air Force Base. Well, it's not necessarily. It's not an Air Force Base because there are a lot of a lot of times when I'm saying Dolce, like I, you want it, you. Have have that sort of instinct to say Air Force Base, but it's just simply a base. That's okay. right, because yeah. it's, because not only is it multi-purpose, there's Army and Navy and Air Force being th- things being developed there, but also it's intergalactic, so <laughs> there is a bunch of shit going on. New Mexico, though, yeah, yeah. out of all the places. You know it's why? dry heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dry oh heat. God, they I say know. that the aliens know, but there actually is a reason why it's in yeah, New Mexico. More than one reason. Yes. Yeah. One of the big hmm. reasons is that New Mexico, specifically, like you have New Mexico and Colorado and all these western states, one of the reasons why a lot of these bases are located in this area is because of the continental divide. Absolutely. And also natural caverns that are already there. Like, yeah. you would literally look at Dolce, the or Dulce, Dolce, New Mexico is located right in the Colorado New Mexico border. It's Quant Town oh. with a population just under three thousand. I'm doing this for Marcus, and I can see the look on his face. <laughs> and the tribal headquarters of the Jacaria Apache Apache Reservation. It's also alleged location of a secret underground base. Basically, what hmm. we have here is these cat. And there's also natural caverns right out deep in the middle of the desert. They say they compared it to like Carlsbad and stuff like that. And so they use these natural already holes in the earth and build mm-hmm. bases inside them. But also, the mineral content of the rocks are great for who? Reptilians, my Reptilian. friend. <laughs> so if you're like an Apache and you're here in New Mexico, you would be like, oh, they're coming to do a story. They're talking about in New Mexico. Certainly they're going to mention the genocide of our people. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, what's that? Oh, no, they've, they've made up a story about aliens underground. <laughs> they said that sometimes a, a tall gray man comes and fingers the butthole of some of their sci-fi writers. But um, I will say my whole family was burned alive, so yeah. and that's that is real. I, I don't mean to I mean yes, also my grandfather was a wolf spirit, but that's real in a different way. Right. Well, I love maize. Yeah. Mm, can't get enough of that. We call it corn. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we've stopped calling it maize. I was trying to be part of your people. Well, they actually do use the American Indians around the area. The government does use them as a cover. They say that a lot of the natural lakes and the huge dam that is built nearby, they say that it is for the local Native Americans, the local Apache tribes, uh, because uh, Dulce itself is actually almost 100% Native American mm. in population. But in reality... That dam is what powers Dulce Air Force Base. Or, no, excuse me, Dulce Base. And that, ah. that's at the Archuleta Mesa, which you're going to learn a lot about, which is um, either just a cavern that is adjacent to the Dulce Base, or it is a deeply historic million year old gray slash reptilian uh, underground bunker that's been there since Nyon 
when the Anunnaki came and they created the Alphas Artus and then also <laughs> split into them and the Greys. The Greys were their servant people, mated with Sapien Sapien. This is a part of the research. You can't, yeah. literally, when Marcus I'm, and I started yeah. researching the base, I was just like, technically, we need to start a million years ago on Mars. <laughs> oh, on I think, Mars. I think somebody's listening in. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, Patrick. Uh, we got a nerd alert. In, uh, we got a nerd alert here in New York City. Yep, yep, yep. Couple. Yep, talking about Dolce again. Yep. Yeah, just wanted to give you the heads up. We got a nerd alert. Well, Henry, you mentioned also the minerals underground, what those minerals actually are, and why the continental divide is so important. Is that these areas very magnetic? Mm-hmm. Magnetics are extremely important to these people. That's uh, what's called substrata rock, and there's also mm. a lot of high energy states. Plasma in these continental divides. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> so the so I do like yeah. the one breakdown. So again, the Dolce base is believed to be the largest reptilian and gray alien base in America where they are allegedly conducting experiments including atomic manipulation, cloning, mind control, animal slash human crossbreeding. We're getting man pigs everywhere. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to eat a man pig. Chip implant- implantation, abduction, and feeding off of humans. Ooh, like that grandmother from the UK. Yeah. Granny Ripper. Oh no, that's a Russian woman. Was right that a there. Russian? Yeah, yeah. Her oh. you know her number one hero? Who? Andre Chikatilo. Yeah. That's some. <laughs> and look at that. LeBron James really idolized uh, Michael Jordan. They're both very good. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite person is Charles Chaplin because he invented <laughs> physical humor. <laughs> he did. He became a star very quickly. I just watched a documentary about him. Oh. One of the first to deal with the paparazzi. Oh. oh. Love Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Back to the reptilians. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you're asking yourself, how are these things built? Because course, it seems like they'd be impossible. Yeah, they're yeah. massive. They're 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 very very they're miles big, and they're up to four miles underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these things are gigantic. Of course, there are natural caverns. But if you've ever been to Carlsbad Caverns in New Mexico, you know it's beautiful, but it's a fucking mess. You're not going to be right. able to actually build any sort of scientific research station there. But what uh, about dynamite? Can you make dynamite there? You just blow up a bunch of fucking shit there and you just make a big hole. Oh, That's, that's what they call building houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not what you actually have here. Okay, let's start. Let's come back a little bit. 1947. You tell exactly. Me. Yeah. What about a million years ago on Mars? Because the Anunnaki were a part of it on Sirius and they came to Mars and then an asteroid fucking disaster happened and sent them to Earth. That was a million years ago. Right, and women have three boobs on Mars. Mm. (laughs) They do. I saw it in a movie. I like it getting the third one in there because the first two always get so withered up when I'm done with them. Mm -hmm. She's just got to find a man with two dicks. (laughs) He exists. Oh, yeah. No. 1947. Not a million years ago, 1947. In that year, a road was built near the Dolce base under the cover of a lumber company. But no lumber was ever hauled, and the road was later destroyed. I remember because mm. the, the local people, the Native Americans, were watching it and like legitimately just being like, oh, they built a fake road that kind of went underground, huh? And they're just bringing big old... Because that's what they said, is that they never saw lumber. All they saw was big pieces of machinery yeah. go deep into the ground. Yeah, And, it, and they're just watching around and just being like, white man's doing something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, um, I don't know if there's anybody else like, nervous what? or something, but uh, I'm running order, I think maybe we should just start... 
I know we've been flirting for a long time, but I think we should just kind of start fucking because um, some shit's about to go down. Yeah, it looks like they're building an alien base or a bad lumber company. Are there a lot of trees in New Mexico? God, no. no. Yeah, well, I mean, in the, in the so, mountains, like around like the Taos area and where right. I just, uh, actually where I just visited, up in the mountains of New Mexico, the Sierra Nevada mountains, there are a shit ton of trees. It's very much a very right. treed area. But it wouldn't seem Forest. like the perfect place for a lumber company. Right, not a not a great lumber place. Yeah. No, 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 no. But we're going to see that all again and again and again uh, in this story, which is the conspiracy part of it that I'm going to try to refrain from speaking about about the, <laughs> yeah. the cover corporations that are used to hide mm-hmm. all of this. Stuff. Oh yeah, and they didn't even really try that hard. All of the trucks, all they said on the side is just said Smith Lumber. Yep. Yeah. Huh. And so, th- th- so basically, they just g- sent all the machinery down. They dug a big hole, and then what happened? Oh, they dug the big hole. Well, we have to go to the September 1983 issue of Omni Magazine, page Always. 80. Page 80, And I have that open up. I, you know how some people have a Bible stand with a thing? It's like, mm. I have that issue of that magazine opened up on my little Bible stand That's inside great. of my bedroom. Yeah. Very popular magazine. Yeah. Well, that has a color drawing of the st- subterrane. And this is actually, this is very true. Omni Magazine is a legitimate source. I had a subscription when I was a child and I believed everything they said. But you also had a, a subscription to Weekly World News and uh, Texas Bucks. And you also played with <laughs> Bones all the time. Right. And your parents were just being like, that's, our, that's a, right. another boy. He's not, we didn't make him. Sometimes yeah. when Marcus <laughs> uses himself as a reference point to make it real, it falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously, this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere, and I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year, and that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do of another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. 
Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer it's, of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. So, this is actually a fairly real thing. The Los Alamos nuclear-powered tunnel machine called the Subterrene. It burrows through rock deep underground by mm. heating whatever stone it encounters into molten rock, which cools after the Subterrene has moved on, and the result is a tunnel with a very smooth, glazing lining. Uh, cool. And it's very interesting. They are nuclear-powered, and they are highly top-secret. The government does not want us to know that it has these drills for some reason, right? Because we're going to learn... These underground, if you you should watch this documentary called The Underground. I'm going to put it up on the Facebook page. And there's another book by a guy named Richard Saunder called The Underground. Now, the idea is that there is an international sort of conspiracy about building these massive underground bases that they are highly protective of. They don't want anybody to know. And there's companies like if you want to look up KTEL or if you want to look up Bechtel, Bechtel, Kwet, Black and Vetch. 
the company Robbins, right? It's a tunnel building. <laughs> it's a technology mm-hmm. firm, right? It builds tunnel building stuff, right? These are these gigantic international corporations that are housing the money for these black ops stuff. They 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 are they're hiding the because it seems like this tunnel thing would just be kind of interesting. It's a drill thing. It's a drill machine. Why do we they want not want us to know about the drill machine because they're using it. If you follow the money off of these subterranes, you're going to see we're using them here, and we're using them in the Swiss Alps, and we're using them in China, and we're using them in Saudi Arabia. Like, they, they legitimately, the underground talks about, like, an underground gigantic structure that was built before Gulf War One that they, Norman Schwarzkopf used. So they had already planned. As a, as a personal bathroom. Yes. <laughs> but they had Norman already Schwarzkopf. planned to be there. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, we've people, been bought it so. <laughs> people laughed. People laughed when Mr. K. Wet wanted to start a lube company. And they said, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to make all the money. And then he did make all the money. And now he's into nuclear, uh, you know. Yeah. So, so think about this. Right, so Site R, Area 51, the, the underground fortress of and the NSA underneath Fort Meade. You listening? Come get me. <laughs> Los Alamos and Camp David has a gigantic underground structure. Yeah. Right. yeah. I would say if the NSA is listening to this, it is a, it is a podcast. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank at, you very much. Point. Please, yeah, yeah. I hope you're spreading around. We got t-shirts for sale. It's $25 on the website. If you go to cavecomedyradio.com. Yeah. 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 Slash merch. <laughs> So, these guys, there are a lot of, as Henry said, a lot of different corporations, and some say that some of these companies, like Bechtel, is actually an international corporate octopus that is really the shadow government's working arm of the CIA. Which is the truth. And I think it's absolutely, utterly the truth. Actually, that is very likely. Like, that right there is an actual very likely conspiracy But it's theory. this construction and engineering firm. Yeah. You can hear, there's another company called URS, which is the same thing. And the, all, of the, all of their websites have the same shit. It's two white dudes with hard hats going like, like laughing, like they're at lunch together, like saying, like, <laughs> but it's like with very vague stuff, and it's all like every one of just like making solutions that are solutions. I love and those solutions. Like, Our yeah. world will be your world. Yeah, like stuff, like very highly sinister. It, it's like a sci-fi movie. Yeah, it really is. And there's also there's another one that the Rand Corporation, which is just, is just highly whoa. just whatever they they're just doing stuff. Yeah. And that, that's yeah, because I did not like the tagline of that company called "Doing Stuff with Your Stuff." I love, that. and then also making your stuff everybody's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. This is the NWO. Yeah, that's what we're looking. It, at. Oh, it very much is. And on page six, number six forty five of Project Rand Proceedings of the Deep Underground Construction Symposium, big book had in March of nineteen fifty nine. It said, just as airplanes, ships, and automobiles have given man mastery of the surface of the earth, tunnel boring machines will give him access to the subterranean world. Never, we will face the tyranny of the moles. <laughs> How dare the moles have a monopoly of the underneath the ground? What about rabbits? <laughs> Do you mean to tell me cute fuzzy rabbits are also a part of this war? Damn these rabbits! <laughs> well, these underground tunnels that they're talking about, this subterranean world, Henry was talking about these bases being all over the world. All of them are connected by a gigantic series of of underground tunnels that are electromagnetically powered. They can travel at speeds faster than the speed of light. Using Whoa. vacuum and magnet technology. Basically, with the idea of the super speed trains, they have that, but they're, this is a super speed train. It's like the L train 
if it was full of reptilians <laughs> and Native and confused Native Americans. Yes. <laughs> the L train, one of the worst trains in New York. Pretty bad. So the, no- <laughs> so the number of bases that are connected by these railways, almost unimaginable in scope as far as how many bases there are. And while we don't know exactly what all of them do, we do know at the very least of entrances to these underground facilities. Now, you mentioned the Native Americans. The Native Americans, a lot of these underground entrances actually have their roots in Native American folklore. A lot of them, like, for example, the Nahani Valley in Canada, this area is inhabited only by animals because any person who enters the valley is usually found headless. And the Indian tribes avoid this valley at all costs, and the valley is actually referred to as the Valley of the Headless Men. Rock and roll! (laughs) The other thing, too, because what we're going to learn with using the alien side of this argument is that the reptilian people are there are a number of indigenous reptilians and greys that have lived on the planet earth since for fucking a million years and the reptilian you gotta say like 850,000 years that's <laughs> like you know like a million years everyone's just like a million years oh Whoa, yeah that's a, a mi- big that's a number Oh, man, that's like a Bill Gates number. Whoa. Whoa, you mean a whole million? Um, no, because that's a problem, right? Reptilians are highly territorial and also highly aggressive. So this idea that they had these lands where, and again, this uses the idea that these the government is using what is basically alien tunnel land, like they're using these naturally built tunnels that aliens have been living in for a long time in order to and kind of putting their shit on top of it, kind of making it all local and easy access. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very interesting. I love the idea that they call the sub-global uh, travel um, section. Yes. And it has like ports and shit like that. It's yes. a highly organized fake idea. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, the sub-global system. Ooh, that sounds yeah. exciting. And there are interests in South America where those uh, the actual Indian tri- or the old ancient Aztecs believed that it was the entrance to Mictlan, which was their version of the underworld. Just as the Greeks or uh, the Greeks had Hades and Persephone, the Aztecs also had an extremely similar version of the underworld, where it isn't necessarily heaven or hell; it's merely a place that you go to when you die that is oh. ruled over by a king and queen. Also matches conspiracy thought of the movement of the greys and the reptilians from South America to North America. So a part of the conspiracy angle of all this, I'll cover for a half second, is that in 1933, <laughs> our president and a number of members of the Illuminati met with the greys. This is the same story we've heard for a lot about Harry Truman and all those guys. And they made an agreement that you can come to the United States. We will give you an underground bunker. You can hang out under here. We'll build all this shit for you. You can take as many people as you want. Want, but you have to give us your technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the aliens had basically had had a gigantic presence in South America, but then they discovered when they came to North America, all the natural magnets and minerals and plasma in our continental divide, like over there in the mountain ranges of the fucking Southwest, were perfect for their experiments ma- ma- magically. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really weird that they've mm. been here for a million years and they're just now taking a trip but up they, to America. But they also don't hey. talk to each other because the natives, the indigenous 
indigenous reptilians and greys don't talk to outlander reptilians and greys right. because they think that they're better than them. And then also some of these guys, some of the reptilians are connected to the Archaeo uh, Palladian group, right? Mm. And they're good gray, they're good greys, good yeah. reptilians. The tall greys. The tall one. No, yeah. those are draconians, <laughs> which are the bad ones. Those are and the short greys. Yes, and that's a part of the Ashtarian group, which mm. is the original group. <laughs> Uh-oh, I think the NSA. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Patrick, we have another nerd alert. Yeah, it's happening in a Long Island city. There's a lot of interpolitics. Yeah, there's a lot of mm. politics involved in the 12 planets that are currently fighting over Earth for its organ energy. But <laughs> it, it, it's not, yeah, it must be. Yeah. And, and these, you know, and some of these have been around for a long time. There was a, one in Staffordshire, England in the 1700s where a farmer uncovered an iron hatch that he could not open. Then in Mount Shasta. Did a boy also pull a sword from a stone? What happened? Uh, then there's Mount Shasta, California, where they say that it, that is the entrance to the Lemurian city of Talos. More info on that can be found in the privately published book entitled Alien Magic, 249 North Brand Boulevard, Suite 651, oh. Glendale, California, 91203. Self-published book means he got too close to the truth. <laughs> or he can't spell. Yeah, it could be either. Yes. Um, also, Mount Shasta is right next to uh, Mount Fago. <laughs> you want to check it, it over there. <laughs> right next to the fucking Fresca Valley. Yeah. <laughs> love Fago. Love a juggalo. <laughs> then there's the Brown Mountain entrance. I know Brown Mountain. Mm, yeah, we <laughs> quite we, well. We talked about that. The, the Henry Fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a supposedly an isolated question mark alien base there. And then there's the have you heard of this Henry? There's an entrance in Toronto. I did not know this. I'm going to go check this out. Yeah, it's between it's off of Parliament Street in downtown Toronto. Uh, apparently this little corner uh there is an entrance between two apartment buildings and leads to the tunnels via the sewers. There's apparently a higher accident rate at this corner than anywhere else in Toronto, and it's said that that is because there are electromagnetic experiences or Experiments going on there that tend to, you know, screw around with people's ability to drive. Oh, yeah, that's why when I was on a date over mm. there, I was with this girl, and we walked past those cross streets, and her pussy fell off. <laughs> it just <laughs> fell right off? <laughs> I, um, I'm going to go, drops out. I'm going to go over there um, uh, Monday. I'll do that on Monday. Yeah, do it on All Monday. Right. And I'm going to periscope it, and you can follow me on Periscope at Dr. Fantasty, a Periscope, <laughs> and I will go down there, and if uh, when I emerged out, if I don't emerge from the tunnel, um, herald me. To my children. <laughs> all right. Wow, very interesting. So while not, while not all of these bases and entrances, entrances that we just discussed are gigantic complexes like Dulce Base, a lot of these have underground cities that are complete with streets, sidewalks, lakes, small electric cars, apartments, <laughs> offices, and even shopping malls. Isn't that kind of fun? So you can kind of like, they made a little New Jersey. Well, and I will tell, <laughs> to tell you the reason why that that is true is because of a thing called the Tote Organization, which was um, the German, the Nazi German uh, uh, architectural firm that basically Hitler, we're going to go back and that's another whole other story. All of this underground tunneling shit came from Operation Paperclip. We took tunneling technology from the Nazis and brought it to America. This guy named Tote, I forget his first name, T-O-D-T. T-O-D-T? Uh, yeah. You know, d death in German is Tod. T-O-D. Hmm. Well, there we go. Very interesting. <laughs> now we have a lot of new. We have new information. Him and Xavier Dorsch um, were brought 
to the United States of America doing Operation Paperclip, and basically they took the plans for the Antarctica, like big, like ultra white, like living society plan, like that base that they were going to build. They saw those plans, and America was like, "How dare this kind of juice we need here over here in America?" Yep. <laughs> they also had a great creamery called the Totendorsch Creamery, and if you ate it. You were eating the blood of a reptilian. Oh, yeah. But Did I gotta you tell that? you, it's the thickest, sweetest milk in all of Germany. Vegan? This is vegan. It is. No, no, it's quite abs- absolutely not <laughs> vegan. Well, I'm gonna say it's vegan. I have to say, because it's definitely just, you know, that's pure animal fat. <laughs> <laughs> You're drinking pure animal fat right there. Mm. And it's sick with cream. Can you not feel how sick the top of it is with a mm. fluidly cream? That's the real war the Germans launched on the United States citizens, and that's why we're so fat today. <laughs> well, as far as the scope of Dulce itself goes, there are 1,700 paved miles of roads under Dulce in northern New Mexico. Towards Los Alamos is another 800 miles of tunnels. If you don't know Los Alamos, Los Alamos is, and this is historically documented fact, the site of the Manhattan Project, which eventually was the birthplace of the atomic bomb. I have to come death. The Destroyer of Worlds. Well, well, if you want to talk about I Am Become Death, Destroyer of the Worlds, because if you're a big fan of The Invisibles as I am, you know that Dolce Bass plays a huge part in the entire story in Drat Morrison. He knows the truth. He sees through the veil. Because Dolce Bass is where the AIDS vaccine is kept. And not only is the AIDS vaccine kept there, but Robert Oppenheimer, when he detonated the first atomic bomb, he said, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. And that was a spell to bring the... Indian nuclear <laughs> idiot God into the universe and when the universe cracked at that moment that is when God the magic mirror became trapped in his own creation mm. and the Archons captured it and brought it back to Dulce Bates where they b- did experiments on it this is a true well, real comic book yeah. yes it's That's, like the best one ever written um, everybody knows the AIDS vaccine is just when you go up and lick Magic Johnson. <laughs> that is, that's how you cure it. And the thing is, is that he will let you lick him for $500,000. Oh, absolutely. He is the he fountain of youth. Yes. He knows. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, what is Dolce's purpose? <laughs> I think unless we're giving a lot of- Unless you listen to Jolly Roger, when her band of merry lesbians were captured well, and turned into genetic freaks. Poor bunny. I just I have to read the Invisibles because um, I'm we're, we just get to look at you confused. Kiss no idea. Just I looking no at idea you. There are a lot of fans out there in uh, in Radio Land right now that are fucking going fuck yeah, man. Speaking. And there's a lot of them just like, how do I turn it down? <laughs> I pitch, I volume correct when I start yelling. Oh, I see. Very see, good. He's smart. He's smart. He's a good <laughs> engineer. The Invisibles, check it out. All right. So the Dolce Air Force Base is purpose just, just a base. Have you learned nothing, Henry? There's no planes. I'm sweating so hard. Well, you sometimes are. there are alien aircraft. Then it's an Air Force base. I suppose so. All right, so we're back. We're back to where we are. Yeah. Centuries ago, of course, this does. This goes back a million years, but it also goes back centuries. Surface people, some say the Illuminati, entered into a pact with an alien nation that was hidden within the Earth, and that's a part of Hollow Earth theory that we could also jump off on right now if you want me to. <laughs> and we won't. Well, we no, have a whole episode we'll do on that. Yeah, Hollow Earth is an entire. This episode. is the problem: is that this entire episode, this entire subject, involves it's just like. 
We could have covered Majestic 12. We could have covered Nazis' involvement in with, with aliens and with underground tunnel building. And we poo-poo. Could, and and poo <laughs> We could have done a lot of shit. And also the Illuminati's contract with the aliens, greys, and hollow earth. There's a lot of shit in here. Yeah. You had a lot of fucking homework to do. <laughs> well. <laughs> so after, as Henry said, in 1933, we entered into a pact with this alien nation, and a special group was formed to deal with these alien beings. And in the 1940s, the alien life forms, or ALF. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, these people were created to deal with... The alien races. Now, as I mentioned about Los Alamos just a little bit ago, Los Alamos and Dolce are connected through underground tube systems. And as U.S. Energy Secretary John Harrington, he named the Lawrence Berkeley Laboratory and the Los Angeles National Laboratory to house the new advanced genetic research centers as part of a project to decipher the human genome that is fact which they consider to be the biggest the biggest discovery in all of science they, they, right. they, they there was a tremendous amount of important put, importance put on the los alamos research and when, yeah. facility you say and, human genome that is a sort of a um a gnome who enjoys hip-hop and, uh, and things like <laughs> you that or are just the cutest little button am i, I want to say again i yeah. want to put a wig on you and yeah. i want to just i want to take mm. you out yeah. i want to brag about you hey you can you can brag about me and you can buy me a bunch of dinner even if it is buffet food um and so now so again What's happening at Dolce is a part of, obviously, highly, highly secret, some sort of research project. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be involves aircraft and involves, like, possibly some sort of genetics and, and science. Oh, possibly. And the genetics part is the most important thing. But, but we do we know. Yeah. We do because of do a man a named no. Thomas Castello. Oh, Costello? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll trust a Costello as soon as he's serving me a fucking sub sandwich and he tells me it's not con- containing fecal matter. I bet. Um, the thing about Thomas Costello, that's so what we now know, the, the secrets of Dolce Base were put out by a whistleblower named Thomas Costello. Who Castello. Was a, Castello, um, who was a security officer for Dolce. And then there are a number of people right. that have reiterated the fact. There was a guy named, um, there's a guy named uh, Paul Benowitz that was a, a, a scientist for Dolce Air Force Base. And then Phil Schneider, who we're going to talk about next week, who was a part of the engineering firm that was building the, the addendum to the side of Dolce Air Force Base. And they mm-hmm. Everything that we know, everything that's technically fake and silly about Dolce that we know comes from these three people. And they call Costello a whistleblower because they wouldn't give him a gun. Uh, they only gave him a wh- <laughs> Just blow the whistle if you see anything. I see an alien. How come no one's coming to the whistle? Hmm. Because I've seen a goddamn alien. That's where the term comes from. Costello, too dumb for a gun. They gave him a whistle and he blew it. So covertly, the human genome research project has been going on for many years before it became public knowledge. And by the way, we fucking did it, man. America mapped that fucking genome. We went up, we We, grabbed that genome, we fucking pulled it out of its tent home, and we... Took its scalp off. That's, That's what we did. Belated. We went over to that genome and we fucking we took over its land and just take, took all the women and raped them until they were white. Yep. What does scientists <laughs> spike when they score? You know, I guess just a bunch of test tubes. Test or tubes, but then they're all full of inf- 
infectious diseases. <laughs> God, we've got to stop celebrating so stupidly. <laughs> you make a joke, but it is very much an apt metaphor for my people's connection to nature and how your people severed it. Somebody yes, get this janitor out of here. <laughs> no, we shit. are a bunch of scientists, oh, and we're about to take our fucking shirts off. Holy Lord. Yeah, oh, this is the gene that makes somebody blind. Let's fucking turn it on and a bunch of babies watch him go fucking blind. Daredevil. <laughs> it is not, that is not too far off from what was going on at Dolce Labs. As far as genetic research sa- goes, here is what Thomas Castello said about the genetic experiments in Dolce. I have seen multi-legged humans that look like half human, half octopus. Also reptilian humans, rock and roll. And furry creatures that have hands like humans. They cry like a baby. And mimics human words. Also huge mixtures of lizard humans in cages. They're fish, seals, birds, and mice. And that's it. That can barely be considered those species. There are several cages and vats of winged humanoids. Grotesque bat-like creatures about three and a half feet to seven feet tall. They were gargoyle-like beings and Draco reptoids. Cool. And also, there was a kitchen with a bunch of free snacks in it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was cool as shit. There had all the Keurig machines and like mm. all sorts of chips and full candy bars. Not oh even the baby God. candy bars. <laughs> the wow. Full ones. It's always the best. I love the Halloween houses that hand out the full candy bars. How do you know it's a Draco? It's the one with the pop collar. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, but Thomas Costello was sort of given free reign. According to him, he worked as a sort of liaison between the higher-ups and the aliens. He well, talked with them. That was one of his many, that was one of his three jobs. His actual, his title was security, or senior security technician. His main hmm. job was to maintain, align, and calibrate video monitoring cameras, which means that he hmm. had access he had Ultra 7 access, meaning that he had access to all seven levels of the facility. All so quote-unquote seven right. levels of the facility, because yes. then also there was Umbra access that led to elevators that went to other floors that they did not... He doesn't even know if it existed or not. So he mm-hmm. just sat in a room and watched all the cameras like a shitty bar owner does now? Yes. Yeah, just sits at home and be like, why is everybody leaning on the counters? He calls up the fucking bartender. He's the AV squad slash <laughs> HR department of Star Trek. I see. Okay. Okay, As cool. he was, so it's he. But he, according to him, just hung out with a bunch of fucking aliens. Yeah, a bunch of aliens. The two prevalent alien species in this facility were the Dracos, reptilian humanoids. Now, if I'm correct, the Dracos are indigenous, right? They they are both. They're the Native, Native they're, Americans. Native <laughs> Americans Stop were calling indi- them reptiles. <laughs> okay, I just want to make that clear. Um, the uh. The Dracos are just a race, right? Those are the gigantic leader reptilians because there's two casts, right? There's the Dracos and then there's a worker cast. Well, there's many casts, but these are the ones that we deal with on Earth. There are indigenous Dracos and there are off-world Dracos. Yeah. We're dealing with a lot of indigenous Dracos because these are guys that were left here. They're technically the direct descendants of the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki themselves are supposed to be reptilian-like creatures. So they have been hanging out here for a long time in the inner Earth, right? Yeah. Like in tunnel, in the, one of the various tunnel systems of Earth. And they have been using the Dolce installation for centuries before they brought the humans in on this deal. Yes, and so they agreed to include the humans as a part of what we think is some sort of nefarious plot. Because um, they're not really sure how to trust the Dracos, but the Dracos also have psychic abilities and can manipulate human thought. Um, 
Uh, Freddie, they're actually uh, nerd alert's over. This is uh, they're telling the truth. That's, uh, we got a, a Long Island City Creek in a cave. Uh, airstrike! Airstrike! Oh uh, God! Here comes the men with I'm the black fat one. I'm duck the fat one. I'm duck the fat one. Oh. Which one's the fat one? They're all sort of fat. Well, that one's got a weird beer belly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a That's beer belly. It's a full tank for a sex machine. Woo! Thank God. I want to <laughs> fill it with eggs. <laughs> yes, Crash Tar, you'll be able to fill it with eggs. I'm a Crash Tar. Gosh, God. He's yeah. just he's pretending like he's back in a Wisconsin bar. He just keeps on saying he wants uh, more eggs. Nothing and beer. unusual, I lad, here. Do not look at the man with the iguana face. <laughs> Is your name Melinda? Your thick <laughs> legs make me want to mate with you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you bad, yeah? I go home with you, absolutely. I gotta tell old Dan from the bowling alley that I'm gonna be busy then. Man, what a hell of a job working in a bowling alley. I bet it was great. All the people at all the bowling alleys I've ever been to just look fucking happy as peaches. Dolce could have a nice bowling alley itself. It really could, along with the shopping malls and the apartments. But the problem is that you can't get certain aliens on different teams because of the various political alliances that each one serves. And their fingers don't fit into the bowling ball structure of the three three finger structure. Is this an Egg. I will sit on it until it hatches into the warrior taste. No, Crash Tar. No, 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 no. It doesn't. Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor and their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning so I got myself some chop. Texas Pete sriracha sauce and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai and it started off my day correct Texas Pete sauce like you mean it visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration and use the promo code podcast 24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. It takes you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. You'll step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Use your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. You're going to get a kiss in there. That's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. Watch out for those sidewalks. They are covered in urine. 
and customize your very own luxurious estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. And you can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Oh, how I love the 1920s. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around! Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basketball. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine if Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog. Then... It would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Well, actually, the reptilian leader that Thomas Castello had to deal with on a regular basis, his name, and it's this is how it's pronounced. Castello made sure to put pronunciation in his testimony. It's pronounced. His, it's spelled K-H-A-A-R-S-H-F-A-S-H-S-T. I think he looks exactly. Does he look just like John Travolta from Battlefield Earth? Oh, no. No. He doesn't look like a huge gay man. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, um, never mind. So the, yeah, so Drake Klingon ripoff. So again, oh, so yeah. we're gonna get into the deep exo. We can get very, very into the deep exo politics of of alien races. We have we have we've yeah. done before, yeah. and we're obviously doing again. Yeah, exo politics, real word. Real is because it may, invented by Nick Gould. If you want to look up his, po- it's very interesting. Gould. And he talks about the pillars of worldview, and he wants to talk about how reality is generated by seven cases of humankind. We're going to talk. I'm, that's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so my blood pressure's up. I've had yeah. four coffees. Yeah. Um, so the Dracos are split into two separate cases, ruling and working. The ruling case were normally they're white. Great. <laughs> While the workers were of a darker, darker color. color. That's racist. <laughs> been racist. There is some um, racism in here. Oh, there's yes. of course there is. Yeah. Okay. There there's any any, any any theory that was uh even had any of its roots before, I don't know, nineteen sixty is gonna have a 
culture uh, racism. Oh, all right. Um, and so the worker case does the daily chores. They mop the latex floors. They clean the cages, bringing food to the hungry people and other species. It is their job to formulate the proper mixture for the type one and type two beings that the Draco race has created. Yeah, the winged humanoids, the octopus people, uh, the weird mice that aren't quite mice. Yeah, they're just kind of like, they're always like, you know, uh, hey, hey guys, hey, I'm not a mouse. <laughs> guys, come on, let me out of here. I'm not a mouse. <laughs> Actually, I think, I think that mouse is reason with me. <laughs> that's why you're wrong there, buddy. Because I'm not a mouse at all. <laughs> no, that's I'm president of Malaysia. <laughs> mm. That's what I am. <laughs> um, and so, but we're looking at, according to Thomas Costello, the Dracos were at the top of the food chain. Humans technically were bosses of everybody, but according to Dracos, in order to deal with them, you have to treat them like the boss, but technically they work with you. You have to incept them, like you, uh. like you do with like a, any sort of boss, like at an office. Right. Um, and the worker case was below humans, but again, good luck telling a seven foot tall reptilian to be like, hey, you got to check out the toilets on level four. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have a hard time. Yeah. And as far as their names go, his name means keeper of the laws. Yeah, so he's a real fucking hard ass. Yeah, real, yeah. real hard ass. His yeah. name, because the reptilian names include the position they hold and several personally chosen letters and each letter has a very personal meaning known only to the alien and the one that chose their name. I so chose the letter Sklar because it means the blood of the vanquished <laughs> and I also chose the letter Skleesh because it means tacos. Ooh. <laughs> My favorite convenient meal. <laughs> Tacos are unbelievable. Yeah. Intergalactic. Mm -hmm. So since his name means keeper of the laws, his name includes khush, which means memory or keep. It's the base word for a khushic record. Which was the Sumerian tomes that we found that were the first ones to illuminate us about the Anake. Cuneiform. And it also <laughs> it also has khushed, which means law. It's also the base word for fast or bind. And then the that's part of those are the secret letters. We don't know what those mean. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. I think they mean watch me on Steven Seagal's Lawman. I'm Steven Seagal, <laughs> keeper of law. Now, here's what Thomas Castello had to say about his dealings with. I usually called him Karsh, and he hated it. The draconian leaders were very formal when talking to the human race. These ancient beings consider us a lower race. Karsh called me Leader Costello, but it was used in a sarcastic way. <laughs> Leader <laughs> Costello. <laughs> God, just constant Klingon. It's just having to deal with Klingons all day long. However, the worker case is friendly enough as long as you allow them to speak first. Yeah. Oh, we should okay. also talk about the lunchroom situation. Oh, we'll talk about that at where are you? Yeah. So, as senior technician, Castello had to communicate with the Dracos on a daily basis to essentially mediate disputes. When human workers caused problems for or with the working case, the reptoids went to the white draconian boss, quote-unquote, and the Draco then called Castello, who had to come in and mediate any sort of disputes. With God, that. HR is such a pain in the ass. And also, yeah. like, what a bunch of red tape that you have to go through. Ooh. All this alien horseshit. <laughs> They're supposed to be psychic creatures that are far more evolved than us. Why is there still a hierarchy? Um, yeah, and what personal I also, disputes. But also what he would say, which, which is kind of that fun thing, is that they'd have closed-off areas where they were like, this is a, a no-human 
human zone. Mm-hmm. This is where the, Dra- the Dracos hang out. You don't go over there. You don't hang out with them. Because the problem is, is that a lot of his dealings were being like, he'd have to go and ask them, like, Will you please release Miguel? Um, like literally, like they would be. It would be them with an energy weapon at like at a, a janitor who was just like, why, why are they, why are men in costume? They are they have tuning fork and they turn my penis into into dust. You know? It sounds like an episode of Your Pretty Face is going to hell. Yes, <laughs> pretty yeah, much, kind of. And you, we add- will release the Mexican upon the the givel of some. It's fresh, sweet, perfect carnitas tacos. Yeah, maybe a little pumpernickel. Yes, yes, tacos, yes. Taco yes, night yes. shall be twice a month. Holy shit, twice a, twice right, a month Christ. taco All right, night. Carson. To be held on non-consecutive Tuesdays. Oh, and if it's missed by a Tuesday because of either a national holiday or some sort of schedule snafu, we will immediately reschedule said taco night. Following Tuesday, we're never going to miss the tacos. That's great. So yes, how did Costello? How did he communicate with all these species? How did all these species communicate with each other? Well, there was a common language spoken at Dolce. It was called Aishu, hmm. and that and Costello had to learn it very quickly upon entering the base. Doesn't sound like a guy who's going to pick up languages too quick. He was also fluent in Spanish, I'll have you know. Isn't that something? And <laughs> <laughs> the only in all the signs were in Aishu, there was only one sign, this is very interesting, only one sign in English which was over the tube shuttle station and that sign said to Los Alamos, which that implies that only humans were allowed to go to Los Alamos because Los Alamos, that's the legit cover. I've been to Los Alamos. I didn't see one human there. <laughs> Bunch of lunatics. Yeah, it's a weird place. It yes. is, yeah. yeah. And the other race, we haven't really talked about that, these guys a whole lot. The other race that inhabits Dolce full time are the very well-known species that we refer to as the greys. They're mm. essentially on the same level as the working case of the Dracos, except they work as a hive mind rather than uh, individual Because commands. what do we know about greys? They are, they are bio they're bio machines. Yeah. They're 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 full machines that were made by the tall whites, and so their bosses are are fucking operating them for a remote, mostly because I don't think they want to hang out with reptilians. <laughs> oh yes, I think that's probably true. Well, they are they are controlled by remote, but they all do actually have some sort of independent thought. Yeah, think Blade Runner. All I do is think Blade. Oh my God, Sean Young. Mm. Yes, Should have been Catwoman. Like, but you can approach the Greys, but you have to. They will not approach them on your on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very cautious, and they consider most humans to be hostile, and always seem surprised when they find many of the humans were open and trustworthy. Yeah, which is huh. strange because they have abducted us and shoved things up many of our asses many of time. They think we're hostile. Yeah, fuck you. You take my comms. If you're gonna take <laughs> my comms, you better blow me. That's what I say. I want to like it. But I guess the thing. Thing is, is that just nobody wants to talk about? It. It's like that, that sort of like, uh, pseudo sexual assault thing where it's like if somebody likes it a little bit, it makes you feel super fucked up about it. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I think sometimes these like semen like extraction things make you just fucking shoot loads for genuines. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure the reptilians, you know, or the <laughs> the greys, you know, they probably thought people were loving it. I don't know. Have you guys ever shot so hard that it kind of hurts a little bit? That's the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's just going, guys, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually like, involves a prostate milking. It's just you just shoot so fucking hard huh. that you feel like you feel like your fucking muscles going. Oh, give me more. Give See, me I, more. I've never and had you don't my have in, anymore. I've never had my inside grapes like fondled. <laughs> I've no, never no. 
had that? I don't, it, you know, I, I would, yeah, you know, milk and almond. You get, you know, <laughs> have some almond milk. So reptilians and greys have a natural uh, hatred of each other. Yeah. Um, it's an uneasy alliance. Yes, because yeah. they're both there trying to scam us. Mm-hmm. That's the idea, is that we think, we think we're getting everything that we want out of this deal because the greys are giving us all this fucking, the greys and the reptilians are giving us all this technology. Yeah, we get Wi-Fi, we get uh, fucking does, rocket engines. It fucks with our, it also fucks with our political systems. That's another part of exopolitics that's very interesting. It gives the importance importance of the military uh, because the military are the ones talking to these advanced people so they get to go to the president and be like we're bigger than you now because mm-hmm. we're talking to these reptilians. We have this saucer technology. We're the ones who are like with the, the fucking people that are going to come and take over. We're going to gladly supplant your government if we want to. Mm-hmm. Like, And so the power balance is all off. So the military do whatever they want. Yeah. So the layout of Dolce, it's a seven-layered facility. Uh, the first level starts 200 feet down. Each level has a ceiling of about seven feet, except level six and seven, where the ceiling there is 45 to 60 feet. So this is a huge facility, and it's laid out like just like the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. Yes, because it's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a giant. It has a central hub with spokes or corridors radiating away from the center. Uh, Oh, God. Uh, what happened to you, uh, Henry? <laughs> you talk about aliens for 50 minutes and you just become the former you. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Henry in high school, everyone. <laughs> um, so much flax this morning. Oh, my. Um, there are no conventional electronic controls at, at Dolce. This is a thing, too. The aliens are obsessed with magnets. Yeah. And so everything works magnetically. There are no pulleys or cables in these elevators. They all go... They they go down uh, with, without with just weirdly silently. The other thing too is that the elevators don't. You can't take an elevator from one to seven. No, you have to take a separate elevator for each floor. Yeah, which oh. is a pain in the fucking. Yeah, ass that is a pain in the ass. Jesus yep. Christ! Well, there are also security clearances at every floor. Let's go through the floors. Let's right do now. it. Let's start at level one. Level one maintenance and government offices. The boring level. Yeah, the boring yeah, yeah. level. That's where they take care of the garbage. And you also you might be thinking in in cast. Costello, he also kind of anticipated this question. You might be thinking, huge facility, 18,000 greys are said to be living at this facility. Fucking garbage, man. Where does all the garbage go? Yeah, and they're littering. They they don't care at all about us. The garbage is reformed or melted down and then remade, and some of the wet garbage is eaten by bacterial life forms, and what's left is vaporized in a vat-like chamber, and the mm. residue of that action is used in a complex lye and used to fertilize crops in their hydroponic gardens. I'm not going to lie to you, Costello. I got a little bit bored, and I did eat some wet garbage. <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I had, had a little bit of wet garbage, garbage you know, and I think <laughs> it's kind of fun. I think it's kind of nice. I don't know. You know what? It's a nice break from the dry garbage. It wasn't bad. <laughs> But you know what wet garbage means, right? That means uh, leftover human parts, um, dead, mutilated, uh, genetically altered uh, fetuses, Mm. and um, the mouth and asshole flesh of cows and humans that were found mutilated and gutted all around Dolce and in the neighboring towns. Like a Planned Parenthood dumpster. (laughs) Yes. Right. Yeah, we'll get to the animal animal mutilations on the next episode when people start seeing, hey, maybe there's something up here. Maybe there's something (laughs) wrong with a Dolce base. That's weird, though. Let's continue on the levels. Second level, that's the garage for trains, shuttles, tunnel boring machines, UFO maintenance, and 
government office. So if this okay. was a movie, this is where Chris Christopherson would work. <laughs> Ooh, like from yeah. yeah. Definitely. And Jay Leno's like, can I have my car? Can yeah. yeah. Have my, my car? Hey, I'm a dude. And then the, uh, the, we also have, um, <laughs> technically that's Ed Koch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a dude. I'm a dude. I'm a um, But he, yeah, this is the Fast and Furious uh, yes. the, the, that you wear. But you know how Ooh. they always have like a gigantic warehouse Huge. filled yeah, with yeah, cars yeah. and yeah. shit? That's where they are. Yeah. So there's a little Walker. Mexican man in there being like, so you want me to take your stuff, sir? You want me to put the Virgin Mary on it or something? <laughs> Ooh, maybe Paul Walker's there right now. <laughs> oh, shit. He ain't dead. That's he ain't he dead. I've seen the body, man. Okay. Yeah, these aliens know how to interdimensional travel, but do they know how to Tokyo drift? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul. Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, I guess my serve... I serve no purpose here. Yeah. <laughs> Do they know how to Wisconsin stop? That's where you, you just stop when you, at a Culver's. So after the second level, Costello said that everyone, once you try to go from the second level to the third level, everyone is weighed in the nude <laughs> and then given a uniform. Visitors are giving, given off-white uniforms, jumpsuits with a zipper, and the weight of the person is put on a computer ID card every day, and any change in weight is noted. And if it's over three pounds, a physical exam and X-ray is required. You're getting fat, Thomas. Yeah. I can't help but notice that you will be perfect for what you call your Thanksgiving ceremony. <laughs> Seriously, come by my office later. I uh, have some apples and some spices I want to put in your yeah, that's kind of fun to be, get it all stuffed. Treated like everyone's I just like, gotta say, I don't really appreciate the bo- the body shame, and I'm getting here from these reptilians. There's your talk. That's okay. People talk about the turkey, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. They're the star. The turkey is the star. So, so that's you fine. you might be asking. So there's a lot of stuff to go from second level to third level. What's on the third level? Mm-hmm. Government offices. The admin. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's where the temps go. Wow. A lot of government offices here. Oh, you know, there's a lot of red tape. Yeah. yeah. A lot of red tape. One through three. Huh. Government offices. All right. Four is where it gets a little freaky. Four is where the human aura research is done, as well as aspects of dream manipulation, hypnosis, and telepathy. In these labs, they can lower a person's heartbeat with delta waves and introduce data and program reaction into a person's mind for those implanted with brain chips. Most people are already implanted with brain mm. chips. They just don't know it yet. This is sort of Manchurian candidate MK Ultra type of RFID research. RFID Mark of the Beast kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Cool. I want my chip I want my brain chip to taste like honey barbecue. Oh yeah, and it could just <laughs> flood your mouth with honey barbecue <laughs> flavor every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even mind the mind control as much because I just mm-hmm. Ben, I don't like it when you they flood your mouth with flavor because then your lips turn brown. <laughs> <laughs> so Castello he said that not only are they doing studies here, they also know how to separate the bioplasmic body from the physical body to place an alien entity life force matrix within a human body after removing the quote-unquote soul Ooh. Which the is the, Which is what we talk about when we talk about reptilian puppets, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Barack Obama visited Dolce Air, the Dolce base and was replaced, right? And that's that's what they, that's a part of their, it's a part of their process. And a lot of paperwork i'm sure there's a, yeah, lot, a lot of, of paperwork. paperwork oh my well, god that's why they have three floors of government offices yeah so much paperwork yep there are also on level four specially made rooms or cells if you want to call them that 
first built with lead, then magnetic steel, then clad in copper. It is in these cells on the fourth, fourth level that contain the living oral essence that they rip from the bodies of astral travelers. But also it's the ports for people who are astral traveling into Dolce to get in, which is a thing that I don't really understand for a super, super secret base. There's a lot of ways to get in there. Well, there's a lot of people working there. You got to have room for the folks to enter, Henry. I guess that's yeah. true. I forget yeah. about the logistics. Yeah, remember you ever, about- you ever been to the Mall of America parking lot? Oh, so many ways take in a there. picture yeah. of your car. You got to want to take a picture of the section number as well. Remember yeah. that fire at that White Snake concert? I always one exit. Oh, oh yeah, man. man. <laughs> Rest man. in peace. Yeah, they they made their. Uh, well, that's not White yeah. Snake. That was White Snake, I believe. No, it was Quiet. No, not no, Quiet, not quiet riot, riot, which makes no sense. Is it White Snake? We got to yeah. get to the bottom of this. It was, it was, it, go! Great white. Great, great white. white. Great white. There was a great white concert. Everybody, because they made all the uh, the soundproofing out, uh, out of like oil. I just yeah. really <laughs> wish they didn't call it the human barbecue tour. No, I mean, that was just too accurate. It killed yeah. an even 100 people. Isn't that something there? I'm sorry about that. V- victims, yeah. yeah. Not right. Well, the other thing about like, yes, there are people that are going, of course, like, just going in there as employees, but these astral travelers, that is somewhat of a, not necessarily well-known, but it is a practice among people who do astral travel. They astral travel to places all over the world, and they astral travel inside of these facilities so they can get an idea of what's going on. They can see what's happening in Mm -hmm. there. But level four, Dolce Air Force Base, one you do not want to astral travel into because they do have the technology to trap your soul in this place and experiment on Like 13 ghosts. So the fifth level, this is where the alien races start. Oh. Five, six, seven, almost all aliens on those levels. Alien housing, level five. So first of all, there is no fraternizing with aliens off hours at all. It is forbidden for a human to speak to any alien race in the halls or an elevator without a clear business-oriented reason. Humans can talk to humans. Aliens mm-hmm. can talk to aliens. But humans can't talk to aliens. Aliens can't talk to humans. You truly no. don't know if you're going to create an intergalactic war accidentally. Yeah. You yeah. really don't know. So they can. there's free, quote-unquote, free speech in the labs. They can talk to each other. That's what Costello was saying, that they hang out. And then, like, that's yeah. where you can kind of get to know some of the greys and some of the reptilians. They kind of hang out, and they kind of like, like, oh, these humans are not too bad. You know? I don't too like, bad they just make me so viciously hungry. Yeah. <laughs> they got it all wrong, though. You should be able to talk in the halls. You work in the labs. Yeah. They're I, talking during work hours. Yeah, you got time to <laughs> lean. You got time to clean. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, Henry mentioned being hungry. You got to also ask yourself, okay, yes, these people live together. Do they eat together? Mm. This yeah. is really where you make bonding relationships with friends and family over food. Because yeah. that's the thing is that the, the, the family not sharing meals together anymore in the nighttime is a part of why these gays are getting married. <laughs> well, and I don't why know. Do- dogs are going to be presidents soon. That is possible, <laughs> and I would love that. A good Pomeranian president. But look at the Italian family unit. Very strong. What do they do? They get morbidly obese together. <laughs> <laughs> so the reptilians' eating habits... They eat very frequently, and they usually carry or send for food on their breaks. They're very secretive. The reptilians hmm. eat separately from everybody They else. don't want people to know what they eat, yeah. especially the higher-ups. They're, mm. they're very—I don't know what it is. And they'll make jokes 
about what it is that they eat. Yeah. But then they're like, but what do you really eat? You know, just like, because what was the thing about yeah, the flock of geese? A, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole hmm. legend surrounding uh, the Dracos that they like to tell this legend. And it's like, my ancestors have eaten flocks of geese in one sitting. Ha, 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 ha. Do you, would you say that there's bones in the chocolate? Bones! bones there's bones, bones in the chocolate! <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> So it is. Um, they enjoy the same foods that we do. Reptilians enjoy the same foods that we do, and they have been seen secretly munching on freshly fr- found snail. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the? How did the snail get down to section? What is this? Five, six, section Wait, five. Yeah, that's my problems. Yeah, why is just things being around? Mm. How did wildlife get in there? Well, it may have come up from section five. Oh, absolutely, and they're yeah. just being linked to like yeah. six. Yeah. Crash tar, please, please, for the love of God, leave, leave the. These are a lot of specimens and stuff. He's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was an hors d'oeuvre plate. <laughs> 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 and the greys, they have their own little eating habits as well. They eat a clear mixture with the texture of pureed peaches, and they make every attempt to not, quote-unquote, eat around the humans because the odor of it is very unpleasant to every human (laughs) who comes into contact with it. Yeah, it smells like hot garbage. (laughs) Ooh, I love hot garbage. They spend days, even weeks, between feedings and the worker cast of the reptilians. They eat meat Insects, a large variety of plants, including vegetables and fruit. So pretty much humans, except for the insects. They go a little bit far. They eat a lot of people. They eat people, yeah. Yeah, they sometimes eat people, yes. Which is a problem, which is why you're not supposed to go into where they live all the time, because they will take you and they'll eat you. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. And they like their meat raw. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Although they have been known to enjoy some cooked meat on occasion, but only rare. Put it in the microwave. <laughs> uh, and there's security officers there. They wear jumpsuits with the Dolce symbol on the front upper left side. The standard hand weapon of Dolce is a flash gun, which is good against humans and aliens. Mm. The standard ID card, which is used in card slots for the doors and elevators, has the Dolce symbol above the ID photo. And by the way, they are issued new key cards Every single day That's to how reflect you can hu- their weight. Exactly. To also keep uh, keep you from keeping any sort of evidence whatsoever that you yeah. work at the Dolce Base. Yeah. yeah. And quote unquote government honcho. According to Thomas Costello, <laughs> According who's at- being a real fucking, well, you know, John Lennon about it. Actually, you know? this isn't from Thomas Costello. This is from that website that I found that was all green text oh, on a black yes. background that yes. hurt my eyes real bad. Hurt yeah. my eyes. I tried to watch it. I was reading through it last night and I was just like, it looks like the letters are dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, government honchos use cards with the great seal of the U.S. on it. The cult of the all-seeing eye. The New World Order. 13, 666. The Phoenix Empire. Nine, Illuminism. One One out out of of many. Back to Thomas Costello. When asked if he noticed any Freemasons, Rosicrucians? Rosicrucians. Rosicrucians. Rosicrucians or Jesuits around fraternizing with the aliens, he said... Yes, I did. But that is a loaded question, and I won't comment further. Oh, wow. He's not going to talk. Oh, because then it jumps off into what we did not include in this. is jumped off into how there is a 33rd plus uh, level of masonry, which may be all reptilians. Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought of me if you used your intelligence to like build the highway system? 
Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Okay. I much prefer to do with fake things. I prefer well, to use my brain for the for aliens. Our, our country's infrastructure is crumbling, and it we need crumbling. all the help that we can yeah. get. So they won't let me anywhere near a jackhammer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> so the sixth level, that's officially called the vivarium. Ooh, that's where I want to be. Oh, no, no, it is not. not. Level six is privately called the nightmare hall. Oh, oh yeah. that's where I live now. <laughs> <laughs> that contains. All the aforementioned genetic labs. Also, Nightmare Hall sounds like a preteen horror series. Yeah, <laughs> Nightmare Hall. This is where the crossbreeding experiments of humans and animals are done on fish, seals, birds, and mice that are vastly altered from their original forms as well as humans. Remember, the winged humanoids, the grotesque bat-like creatures, anywhere from three and a half to seven feet tall, and they're the all gargoyles. Remember these. This is what goes on in the Nightmare Hall. And that is where Jolly Roger and King Mop found the lesbian wing of the Invisibles with tentacles saying, I'm fine, Jolly. Kill me. Oh, and Jolly couldn't do it, so King Mob had to do it. Yep. And then they took out their anger on Mr. Quimper. Yep. Mr. Quimper, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not, it does sound badass. Up. I want to see it. <laughs> but you know, and the thing about all of these things, they're all screaming. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, all the time. It's just, all, it's just them going like, ah, I shouldn't be. <laughs> saying stuff like this. Oh, I'm cool. Yeah, no, and then also in the, well, the world of Nightmare Hall, it's just being like, do you think Becky likes me <laughs> even though my dick's a parrot? Oh! Yeah. Yeah, all the boys' dicks are parrots, and every day a girl gets her period for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we but have the a period large... comes to life. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably yeah. food for the uh, grays there. Don't um, eat me. That's like pasta marinara sauce for him. Um, well, we have a large LGBTQ community. I just want to ask, why are the lesbians with all, why are the lesbians in Nightmare Hall? Because they were the ones that tried to go into the Dolce facility to retrieve the AIDS vaccine, Ben. Oh, so they're heroes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they were heroes good. that went okay. into the yeah. And Jolly not Roger monsters. And Jolly Roger yeah. was the only one that was able to escape. So she went to King Mob's invisible cell because she trained with King Mob. And so they went back in. I just got to read it. Yeah. it <laughs> I got to read all the sense. I yeah, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to read it. So yes, okay, these people of the facility, these humans, of course, the greys don't give a fuck. The Dracos don't give a fuck. But what about the humans? All these people that were working in the genetic labs, including Thomas Castello, they said people who worked at the facility were told that, quote, the subjects being used for genetic experiments were hopelessly insane and the research is for medical and humane purposes. Oh yeah, oh, so sure. they watched a bunch of screaming people and they were just told, like basically Thomas Costello being like no, don't worry, they're just retarded and uh, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and he was just like yeah, okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Oh, so we're doing all with all, we're giving them seal feet <laughs> and we're giving them chicken arms and stuff like that. Cool, woo! That's great. Hell yeah. yeah you yeah, turn yeah. that chicken person into a stick form, and I think that's a chicken fry, and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I love a chicken fry. Oh, that was one of the, that is one of the great discoveries of the Dolce base was the chicken fry <laughs> and the chicken ring from oh, White my. Castle. Yeah. yeah. And was, imitation crab. Mm. Mm. That's the only one I can afford. I hate all the, the sharp stuff of the other normal dumb crab. Real oh, crab. Get Ugh. rid of it. I like my crab to come in a pressed tube. Yeah, imitation <laughs> crab doesn't get enough credit for what a great actor it is. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like the Johnny Depp of all the foods. <laughs> so in the seventh... It's and not a real crab. <laughs> it's an imitation crab. Johnny Depp isn't even very good in his big character parts anymore. Yeah. Johnny Depp is a great actor. Do you was. Fear and Loathing? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? That was probably that, the last one. Yeah. Okay, fine. Robert Downey Jr. 
Imitation crab he's, is the Robert Downey Jr. of meats. I would say he's back. the Michael Shannon. It's the Michael Shannon of meats. Mm, I don't know if my he's, favorite actor. I don't know if he's good as but Michael Shannon. This isn't Shannon. a podcast about acting. <laughs> so, so on the seventh and quote unquote final level, quote unquote, quote unquote, quote unquote, the seventh level holds row after row of thousands of humans in cold storage, including children. Mm. Witnesses have described huge vats of amber liquid with parts of human bodies being stirred inside to be used as food or fodder for grotesque for grotesque experiments. And Thomas Costello also with the Dolce Papers. So all this came from a thing called the Dolce Papers, which was a series of like diagrams that he had stolen and copied and written and had sent to various members of the press and different like and different schools of thought. And they so all like paid attention. Way mm-hmm. big big time. He also had two <laughs> videos that you cannot I can't seem to find anywhere that are supposedly like he shows the genetic vats. There's a little bit of a clip of one of them and the vats are these big, they look like, um, again, it looks like a sci-fi movie. It's like a big black orb mm-hmm. that they're sitting in, which, again, I feel like, make it look more clinical. Yeah. Sounds like a hot Why tub. make it look evil? It is evil. Yeah, yeah but make I'd- it look clinical. That's how something's really evil. Yeah, but how do we know that the reason why we think of these things as evil is because these vats have been a part of humankind for thousands upon thousands of years, and it is a part of the collective Un- human unconsciousness. unconsciousness. Yes. I think we, we just had, like, clay stuff <laughs> thousands of years ago. That's good vats, but... So you ask, who are these people in these cages? Well, the most mm-hmm. common prisoners were petite women in their early 20s or early 30s, not much in between, Uh-oh. dark-haired boys between five and nine. Don't like the way you smiled when you said it. No. Nope. I didn't smile when I said boys. Yes, you, you did. did. <laughs> you can actually hear the smile. Kind of weird there. And small to medium-sized men in their mid-20s to mid-40s. So just pretty much everybody. No. Under 40. What about large men? Hmm. What about well, men in their women. What about kids from 9 to 22? They're not in there. Now you ask, why? Why is it so specific? Well, yeah. the boys are favorite. <laughs> You sound like the guy from, what is it, the family guy character? The molester? The boys are favored because at that age, their bodies are rapidly growing and their atomic material is adaptable in the transfer chamber. Because remember that a lot of their experiments here also have to do with atomic and nuclear power. Leader Costello, get this one away from me. It has pubic hair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I just have a whistle. I, I can't do much. He's not listening to my whistle. I don't I just, know. I really just I, need to get out of here. I wish I were here a couple of and just let me out of here. The young small women are frequently very fertile. The men are used for their sperm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sign yeah. me up. You yeah. want some strong swimmers they don't, there. You're not in the... But Costello, he said that he had no idea why they preferred small to average sized men. I think it's a space issue. I think so, too, how many, of course. Yeah, because you can fit, you know, two Henrys for every one Ben. That's right. Well, wow, that's hmm. sad, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he, I'm just saying, he's a lot Size. shorter than you are. He's shorter, yeah. Yeah, he's a lot shorter. Yeah. So basically what we found out is that this is... Oh, uh, and also, uh, for some reason, all of them speak English. That's, that's, that's the only unifying factor is that they all speak English. Well, isn't that it? It's about time we got some American things going on <laughs> around here. And so this is what Costello said once he found out this information. It's because it's, it's, it's more like, so it's just people hanging out, right? And they're, mm-hmm. they're, what, are they, what, what, are they, what are they doing inside of these cages? Yeah, this is what he said he was told about this. And, this. and this is what he said was his attitude about it for the longest time. I knew that this was not the usual hospital-type job site. <laughs> 
But in the beginning, I bought the whole package. I was reminded daily by Intercom in the elevators that this site does high-risk advanced medical and drug testing to cure insanity. Please never speak to the inmates. It can destroy years of work. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm sensible. When doctors say don't speak to them, who was I to destroy the delicate situation? I agree with Costello. But destroy it he did, (gasps) which will be covered in part two the Dolce War! Costello! I just want to say, if you are suffering from HIV AIDS, remember, go lick Magic Johnson. Again, it is easy to do. He'll do it, but it does cost money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow, so what wonder- an episode, guys. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. And so now the the, the next, week, next week's episode is really going to cover... Uh, very interesting story, if nebulous, in terms of sources <laughs> and the exact timelines. Yes. But we're going to cover the Dolce Wars and a man named Phil Schneider, who is one of my favorite figures in uh, UFO, yeah. like, this UFO truth thought. Yeah. He's missing the fingers, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And just so you know that there are no less than five separate events that managed to converge together in 1978 that resulted in the Dolce Wars. What are the Dolce Wars, Marcus? Do you, can you even begin to? I don't know. Shut up. Yep. Shut All up. right. <laughs> Very interesting. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, let's do the Twitter thing. You can find Henry on Twitter at Henry Loves You. Marcus Parks is at Marcus Parks. And I'm at Ben Kissel. And of course, follow LP on the left. Yeah, at LP on the left. And if you want your last podcast on the left t-shirt, uh, you can either get the logo one or the heart one. Remember, the heart lo- the heart t-shirt is limited edition. We only have a few left, so if you haven't gotten yours yet and you really want to get one, remember that these are a one-time deal. Go to mm-hmm. cavecomedyradio.com slash merch uh, to buy yourself a t-shirt. And always take a picture of yourself in that shirt. I love seeing people. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. Um, yeah. it's, it's great, especially in a, an inappropriate situation. Yes. And uh, I want to say how unbelievably amazing it's been. Uh, we don't, you know, we we never asked anybody to get a tattoo, and, oh. but I'll tell you that the man who got the the tattoo on his calf, the back of his calf, it's an amazing tattoo. It's beautiful. Yeah. So what a compliment, what an honor. It, it's awesome, dude. Thanks. And, and also thank you uh, to that guy from uh, my roommate and long, long time friend, Colin Morse, who created that character, Mister Big Fat Scary. Oh, he also yes. he says thank you as well for putting his art on your fucking it's body. So badass. Yeah. Yeah, and also be sure to go to rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Do not be one of those people that listens to the entire episode and then gives us two stars or one because that's a fucking weird thing to do with your life. Yeah, they hate Remember something. that. To, to <laughs> democracy. Remember that it's a very weird thing. If you're doing that, it's a very weird thing to do with your life. Uh, and well. you should possibly take a walk and think about why. Think about what you're doing yeah. for a hot, well, a hot second. Take oh. a walk. All right. Well, we love to entertain. And thank you guys so much for listening to all the other programs that Marcus and I do. Top Hat and Roundtable and uh, Page 7 and Sex and Other Human Activities. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is going so great here. Um, and Marcus, everything you touch turns to uh, gold. Uh, <sighs> let's say radio gold. Let's say gold-plated tungsten, like that underneath Manhattan. There it is. To the <laughs> tip of the spear. Perfect. It's all gone, Ben. The Germans want it back. We don't have it. What's gonna happen? The I Germans know. don't got shit on our drones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're set. Hail, sweet Satan. Um, again, thank you for his gifts. How's uh, Heroes going, Henry? Heroes is going. It's very interesting. I think people are gonna like it. Um, the uh, the um, previews or trailers have been really incredible. Yeah, really fucking cool. Like, Super yeah, I love dark. you say, what is that? What's that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to know what that is. You'll see.
Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, and also, watch your pretty faces going to hell to a twelve fifteen. Loving this season, Sundays. by the way. I've been keeping up with it. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I'm yeah. really excited about how it came out and the the sport. I've been getting people tweeting at me about it. I fucking love it. I uh, please, please like the yeah. show. And I'm doing that Fox News show. I know it doesn't necessarily fit into everything here, but I'm bringing in some information. Yeah. Uh, Red Eye at three o'clock in the morning on August eighteenth. So check that. So out. would that be like August eighteenth, like the day after the seventeenth? Yes. Yes. Okay, but like 18th, 3 a.m., but like you were awake on the 17th. Oh, so the 19th. That, yeah, right. So the it'll 19th. be the 19th so at 3 like, o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Why can't we just <laughs> get on it. shows that are airing <laughs> not in the middle of the night? Yeah. Because because they can't have because They're not ready for the fucking truth. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Yeah, but All soon. Right. All right, thank God. Um, Magustalations, everybody, and hail yourselves. Hail me. And hail Gein. I don't know. Don't trust your telephones. They're listening uh, at every single point, and you're uh, you're already fucked. You're already done. Nerd alert. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.